there is a podcast no one asked for. A podcast you never knew you didn't want. Three beers in. This is the podcast. I anticipate a deeply religious experience. Greetings, listener, and welcome to another episode of Three Beers In. Today on the podcast, we will be drinking Dank Sinatra by North by Northwest. You got me, Clint, and to my right... Uh, This is Ross. Cutter. This is Tony. And Joel's there. (laughs) Yeah, he's there. And today, we have two special guests. Kevin Rourke. David Manley. Kevin and David are the brewers at North by Northwest, if I'm correct on that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, let's start off with what inspired Dank Sinatra. First of all, the inspiration from the beer came from the name. Normally, we kind of do it the other way. We usually brew a beer, and then the hardest part is coming up with a good name that's not already taken, that's clever, that's going to catch people's attention. This one started out the opposite way. We actually, David, had the name... Thanks, Sinatra. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, uh, I grew up in New York City. And, uh, I just New, New York, York City. City. <laughs> yeah, so had to kind of uh, pay a little homage to uh, my home state. And uh, I always just thought it would be a really funny name. And uh, kind of just, we always bounced names back and forth. And he was like, hey, let's make an IPA. What would you want to do? I said, let's make it like the dankest, hazy oh, New man. York style IPA <laughs> we could do. Because, you know, New Yorkers and New England, you know, yeah. still yeah. kind of have a little beef, but uh, <laughs> uh, I would say that wanted to make a New York style, and we just built that whole recipe around the name and took some of the dankest hops possible, that's for sure. And, nice. Uh, yeah, stuffed it all in there, but. Hazy Northeastern IPA. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Let's try first sips and uh, we go. see what we think. Oh, it's so dank on the nose. So dank. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the haziness. Over mm-hmm. there, I thought we were drinking orange juice. <laughs> it does kind of look like it. It looks yeah, like, color, a, yeah. like a shitty orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say yeah, that's that the like beer. The, uh, <laughs> what would it be, like a Sunny D, where it's like this not is quite orange. Tang. <laughs> tang. tang is that two podcasts where we mentioned Tang in a row? Yes, <laughs> yes two podcasts it is. So, yeah, definitely picking up the bitterness of the hops on the back end. It's your favorite, right? <laughs> y'all, y'all know my opinion. <laughs> so about how many IBUs would you say this is? We're not really sure. We haven't had it tested. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, IBU calculators don't really work no, very well right. with all Whirlpool and dry yeah. hops. But, um, yeah. you know, it does have some kind of lingering bitterness to it. And we found that kind of fades a little bit uh, as time goes by. So we purposely carbonated this about a, a week ahead of time of the release. Okay. So it's, I think it will mellow out a little bit, but I would guess, I don't know, what would you what would you think? So yeah, uh, the last batch, we strictly used cryo hops in the dry hopping. And that is just a really intense cryogenically, you know, uh, extracted hop. So it comes off with such high alpha acids, it will be a little abrasive initially, but right. that will fade. So we found that the first batch, when we first put it on, it was like, whoa, that's really, really intense. And about two to three weeks in, it really mellowed out, mm-hmm. kind of rounded out. And we, it just had this really bright tropical fruit character to it. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of, this one, uh, we actually decided to tweak the recipe a little bit to uh, bring out a little bit more of a dank flavor. Yeah. The first one, it was just all cryo hops. Right. It just was a little too tropical in our opinion. So we 
up to the, up the you're going to add juice into the release one, right? So, so is that going to help cut the bitterness a little yeah, bit? Yeah, the, right? the cask will have watermelon juice in it along with watermelon flavored CBD oil. Right. So, but you brought out blueberry as well. It, was that an idea you had early on to do blueberry? Well, these two were samples that were given to us by uh, our partner in this uh, SunUp CBD. Okay. And they're they're kind of a new company. So they right now they've only got a couple of flavors and these were their original two flavors that they came out with. And I, I originally thought that blueberry would be, it sounded good mm-hmm. in my head. And after trying and a blueberry a ipa few. was not it, it, yeah i think the watermelon just worked a little better mm-hmm. and with uh, those like tropical flavors yeah, sort of. exactly. yeah. yeah. okay i could see that i could, yeah. I could see that very well yeah mm-hmm. and okay. had you guys used cbd oil before i personally had not mm-hmm. uh yeah. i've heard of it uh i actually uh i had seen like honey sticks in some like certain, a swizzle stick yeah, almost kind of yeah. like a straw or uh-huh. something and it was a small dose of cbd i mm-hmm. think i tried that one time but you know, didn't really know it was such a big industry. We were kind of bouncing around the idea when we first were like, oh, dang Sinatra, let's do a 420 release. It'd be funny if we could add something like weed related to uh-huh. the, you know, right. the beer. And we ended up uh, finding that terpenes, which a lot of companies up in Colorado and California are now using in like cooking products and all of that, that, that is just the flavor of marijuana you know so uh, <laughs> okay we were trying to add that to the beer but then we found that's probably illegal right. it's not really cool in texas so, yeah, well so. a lot of gray area yeah. it's like don't want to yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. but we found this cbd is uh it's all hemp it's uh 100 legal it's like uh-huh. really uh just it's not you know it doesn't even have any of the psychoactive yeah, yeah so right, no THC right. exactly. or so, anything like that yeah. yeah but it is relaxing we were uh playing around with it one day and uh just kind of testing it and Noticed, well, you got to uh, test we, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had to do yeah, exactly. some drops, you know, it's a quality control and yeah. testing and all that. And, uh, we found that we had a very happy demeanor after trying it. So <laughs> yeah. maybe that was the, the CBD, but, uh, or just drinking the beer. We all, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Enjoyable to drink. You were trying it in the beer, so. Yeah. Little from column A, little from column B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think this study needed more scientific control, like yeah. a test group. True. Or just yeah, more did, testing. Be. Did you do a comparison? Did you do a- <laughs> well, we, yeah, I think we were mostly focusing on flavor, trying to figure right. out. Yeah. Right, yeah. That was one of the questions with, with our podcast being three beers in. If you had three beers worth of CBD oil, would that be enough to get you any sort of... Because I've never taken a CBD oil right. before, but I have friends that like swear by it, especially people that have had like say like back injuries or difficulty sleeping and they're like yeah dude you if you either rub it in your muscles or you take it under your tongue yeah there's lotions or yeah and there's yeah i know somebody at work that does like a few drops every morning for anxiety exactly and i think i read somewhere that like cvs is gonna start carrying so it's normalized like well like you said it's legal so so uh i was doing a little illegal i think is the uh (laughs) well but i don't i don't think there's a difference difference, no there's a difference between not illegal and legal. <laughs> well, with the difference, because to me, those are the exact like I said, same it's thing. Like, it's that gray area. Uh, <laughs> again, anyway. with the gray area. I think he's talking yeah. more ethical, maybe. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> uh, so I was doing some... It's becoming more common. Research right. on just CBD oil in general. And, you know, it has all these use cases that they've talked about being good for arthritis, being good just for relaxing and all that. But apparently one of the only things that they... C- they being, I think it was um, the, the Mayo Clinic or something like that, oh, okay. uh, was saying that the only thing that it's really scientifically proven for is epilepsy. 
uh, right, it actually right, yeah. works. But that also coincides with a company that released an epileptic pharmaceutical CBD oh, oil. Oh, you're saying like so, it was a biased study maybe? or I, Well, I you know, when big corporations start getting involved and, and then the science is like, oh yeah, this, this works for this. I'm but just always, this one thing. I'm, I'm, I'm always a little skeptical. It's like, oh, there's not or enough scientific anytime research. Anytime somebody's going to be making money off of this and they release a study. Like if, if North by Northwest released a study that said beer is good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd still, I'd believe it, but uh, it reinforces your stereotypes. <laughs> you, you guys me. need to release a study. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had me a beer, exactly. It is good. They said it made it happy and that it brings people together. So yeah. in a way... Yeah, I'm already feeling good. The extreme, uh, <laughs> it works, in. guys. Yeah. It works. <laughs> so you're going to be serving this with a watermelon sour patch garnish, right? Could we already want to dive into the sour patch and we could and try, try it. it with the? We could also, yeah, if you want, we could try the um, the different flavors of the CBD oil. Okay, cool. Uh, sure. I think the obviously the watermelon flavor would go with the watermelon sour uh, patch. Right. How much would you recommend for for a full beer? How many drops? Do you, I like? What's your ratio? going to be in the cask on we did that. it pretty light just because uh you know we didn't want to go overboard right um, and I, I do think that the cbd oil kind of amplifies a little bit of the hop bitterness oh yeah so we kind of gauged it on that i think i think we only did a couple of drops per pint yeah it would have been uh, probably about two drops per pint okay okay yeah. Okay. So no I works. Would, I would try that if you want to get the idea of what the yeah. cask is going to be like. So the, I could, just to be clear, the CBD version of this is going to be a, a, a cask conditioned right, right. cask that we're going to release on 420. Now, and when you're when you're adding in the CBD, is yeah. that early in the process or is that like right before it's ready to serve? Pretty much right before it's ready to serve. So whenever we do a cask, uh, you take the finished beer before it's been carbonated mm-hmm. and you just okay. fill a small... In this case, it was a five-gallon sealable keg, Mm -hmm. uh, for lack of better terms. And we fill that up, and typically we put in hops or fruit or something like this. Um, But in this case, we we did a little little experiment. We did the watermelon juice and the watermelon-flavored CBD oil. And then you add in a little bit of freshly fermenting beer, like one or two days old, where okay, it's still yeah. really going. And that primes right. it. It's giving it the sugar and the, right. a little extra boost of yeast. And um, then you seal it up completely airtight and allow it to just kind of force carbonate itself. Oh, nice. And yeah. so we give it about a week uh, at room temperature to sit naturally carbonate. And okay. then we'll chill it down. And then uh, when it comes time to tap it, we just bring it straight out on the bar, tap it with a, a big hammer and a gravity tap and pour it straight straight into pints from there. So have you ever sprayed a whole bunch of beer all around? Somebody oh, yeah. trying to grab it, oh, yeah. to pa- it pound is, that tap in? It is yeah. a very uh, imprecise science yeah. sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, you can add you gotta little, do it really fast. You <laughs> can add a little bit too much priming sugar yeah. or yeast, or if you're in the case of fruit, sometimes that adds oh, extra yeah. fermentables. So we had a, we've had a couple that have sprayed us and the bar and mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually not customers, but oh, that's probably about six months ago when we were doing we were doing a peach wheat. Oh man! Uh, and my pantry was covered in peaches. Yeah. <laughs> after we after we added the peaches in, that refermentation just kicked in. We thought we had enough space in the top. I mean, but it was, yeah. nope, we did on, not on the walls all over the place. Oh. Was that like, did it clog the airlock and then build up pressure? It yeah. pushed it out. I, I yeah. it out. I th- yeah. yeah, I think that's probably what happened. Is like all the peaches were sitting on top. That pressure started pushing up. Right. The peaches yeah. 
were just compacted in and then finally couldn't let any CO2 out. Yeah, popped out. Right. Blown so, to peaches. Blown to peaches. <laughs> <laughs> So I would assume that the reason that the CBD oil amplifies the, the hop bitterness is because hops are part of that cannabis family. Is that, is that true? Or yeah, that's uh, that is true. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say it's like, it so makes sense. As soon as I, as soon as I dropped they, the oil in there, like, did they, you drop uh, the oil in already? And yeah. yeah. We, we did. We went blueberry. I'm going to start with watermelon. The table. One dose is actually one whole uh, little dropper. The full thing, right? But, uh, yeah, it's, the the flavor is pretty intense. But we're mixing it with yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. So I got a lot. I got I got a lot. I shouldn't say a lot of the blueberry on this one, but I do, I do notice with, a difference. With the two drops, two drops, yeah, wow. yeah. I do. It, it is. It is very intense, though. I do like the Sour Patch Kids with this. I haven't, <laughs> oh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't oh, put any drops good. in, but uh, yeah, the Sour Patch yeah, Kids so sour patch. do I'm work. I'm just gonna drop it. In yeah, mine is at the bottom of my. Yeah. But did you swirl it around or shake it or anything when you guys put the? I swirled mine a bit. Yeah, but... it looks like you need to kind of stir it. Yeah, yeah it's kind of an oil based. Finger, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And and it is oil based. Did you have any problems incorporating that? I mean, obviously you have it. Oil and water, don't you? Right. Well, oil and beer. It's not really good. Yeah. You try to keep all oils out, right? True. And we, you know, we haven't really been able to uh, gauge it, gauge really? it because yeah. we haven't tapped the gas cast. yet. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see on 420. But yeah, I, I would think that it might knock down the head retention mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So that was another reason why we kind of wanted to go a little conservative on, all right. on the, the Just add a whole bunch of care foam. Yeah. <laughs> also, who knows? We did add a, uh, quite a bit of that juice as well the watermelon yeah like right. juice so like that, straight that watermelon juice now well, is that like so. a puree or uh we found like an all organic uh, gotcha. watermelon juice just mm-hmm. okay. tried to go you know healthy but you know fermentable <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> you know healthy beer yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, healthy that's what everybody wants healthy cbd beer there you <laughs> go north by northwest yeah. it's healthy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm already feeling relaxed <laughs> yeah just with those two drops you can taste the difference yeah, yeah. Yeah. So y'all, y'all, it is a bit harsher. Maybe, it, yeah, maybe it, I'm just imagining it. It, it does really? bring out. I, I think yeah. it it brings out that bitterness. It's almost yes. a, yeah. You almost don't taste it. You more perceive it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which is another reason why we like the idea of drop one of those sour patch. Oh yeah, because the, the sweetness it sweetens it up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So you might try that. That's, yeah. So to be clear, what we're going to do on 420 with the uh, CBD uh, based cask is we're going to serve it with a little garnish of a watermelon sour patch kid on the edge of the glass like it's a right. iced tea or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop it Joel right went in. all in. Look at the carbonation. Yeah. That's cool. I saw Joel like, I'm going to put it on the edge. He's all yeah. like, no. <laughs> Plunk. You saw yeah, the exact fuck one. it moment. There you go. There's That's what'll take back the carbonation there you go yeah, yeah. that's a, that's pretty i really cool. like it with the cbd oil yeah i was i was gonna say i don't know if it's because i ate a sour patch kid or or if i'm just perceiving it differently than y'all but like with the cbd oil i actually find it's cutting the bitterness for me that's yeah. where i'm at too yeah. yeah so one of the things we always talk about on the podcast is we each have different flavor profiles some of us really do not like IPAs don't gravitate towards it. I'd say like Clint and I, but it's interesting because we have so many different perspectives. Like I'm not sure if you guys have a specific profile. Like if you were grabbing a beer at the end of a shift, you're going straight for an Amber or straight for a pale ale, straight for an IPA. Do you guys have any sort of go-tos? I'd say my typical go-to is either like a nice crisp German style Pilsner Mm -hmm. or a 
German style, not that Czech style stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Czech pills. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but uh, either that or just something that's that's hoppy, flavorful, but not high gravity. I yeah, mean, I right. Like, I like crushable. Yeah, something exactly. that you can drink like every day. Yeah. yeah, and I think this is this is a pretty good definition of that. Yeah, it it's is. only six two. Okay. So yeah, so it's yeah. not crazy out yeah. there. Yeah. And David. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go just. All hops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All hops. I was, I was going to guess hop, like all day. Always, uh, you know, there's just so many great hop varietals out there. And oh, yeah. Mix and match them. And I think how the IPA has evolved is really awesome in the last 10 years, five oh, years. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how less bitter they've become yeah. and mm-hmm. more flavorful in the, in the last oh, yeah. two or three years like they, it's it's evolved like just i don't think you can just call things ipa anymore it's all it's got a just different styles there's that the new brute ipa the the, yeah. the hazy like that's yeah. come up in the last few years and, too and you can't go wrong with just a nice old school west coast IPA. oh yeah oh absolutely well we were talking about super that with, piney, uh, oh, no. super oh, with that heavy resin. i think you can go very wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're wearing the zombie dragon t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is another one of our beers. It's it's probably our most successful beer right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's oh, uh, it's pretty good, yeah, especially yeah. with what today is. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So we were we were debating whether or not we bring it up on the podcast, but we're oh, here we we're go. all uh, big fans. No, we're not. Of, uh, don't even don't even. <laughs> <say either. laughs> So, but it's interesting though, because the first time that we covered uh, North by Northwest, there was no zombie dragon on the show. Oh. So it wasn't something that we like brought up because we oh, didn't it was know about it. It was already up. No, on the show it hadn't happened. Oh, I thought it had. It was no. No, that was pretty recent, I think. I could be wrong. Let's just say it wasn't. Okay, let's say it wasn't. (laughs) Tony wants to say it wasn't. I mean, it's very pressing, like, you know, what's going to happen with the zombie dragon? Yeah. He's going to kill at least one of the other dragons. That's what's going to happen. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Exactly. There will be one dragon standing at the end of the series. On the Iron Throne. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. <laughs> the Cer- dragon wins it. Yeah, Cersei, right. Cersei will be on top of it, according to Tony. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know how many people I piss off by saying that. Is that why you say yeah. it, or you actually think that's going to happen? A little above. Why do people yeah. still talk to you? I, don't know. I, know. I don't know. You know that's what my wife says. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's that idea of. You know, what's going to be the most entertaining for the show? Yeah. And, you know, a zombie dragon is an amazing idea. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that came from anything specifically. It but did. Well, it came right after that that uh, episode aired. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. We had come out with, with the beer. Yeah. yeah. It was going to be our 18th anniversary beer. Uh-huh. And, it, you know, we, we had no name for it. We were kicking around some ideas. And uh, at the time... My assistant and I were both really into the Game of Thrones. Right. We, we had discussed a couple of the fan theories, and one of the fan <laughs> theories was that one of the dragons would be taken down by yeah. the White oh, Walkers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the day after that episode aired, he walked in, and I was like, dude, did you see, the, did you see it last night? Zombie dragon. And then that was just all of a sudden, it was like a light bulb went off, you know? And uh, we had to submit the name that day for the Texas Craft right, Brewers Festival. Right. So I was just like, well, fuck it. Let's just call it Zombie Dragon. Yeah. And but it's but can, we, was, can we all agree that Jon Snow just made a horrible decision? Uh, which part? Yeah, which one? <laughs> the incest? The or? Incest or? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, I wasn't going that far, but just taking those guys into the, the zombie infested yes. area. That's the bad decision. <laughs> well, they'll get they slaughtered. Could. 
so many people died. Yeah. And join the other side. That's true. Anyway. What what That's I true. was going to say though is like the zombie dragon was like kind of the first foray into like the uh, the East Coast IPA. Like this yeah. is this yeah. is taking a step further. Is what is what I was alluding to. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember talking to Davis. Like he yeah. was like we wanted to do like an East Coast hazy style. Yeah, IPA, did you use a different yeast on this? Because he was saying that's why you called the zombie dragon an east coast because with your your normal house yeast yeah it flocculated out it didn't come out hazy is true what yeah. Saying. yeah so yeah we used a we used a different uh yeast strain on this one okay uh, use the london fog oh okay so yeah it, it, cool that haze is that makes stay there it's very london foggy. fog yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good name uh, for a yeast too the uh grainville a little bit as well okay uh, yeah a little less uh you know base malt to flaked adjuncts, you know, flaked oats, flaked wheat, so up that, and all those proteins from the flaked. Uh, ah, you gotcha. that'll, that'll really add to that. That'll, that'll add to that haziness, yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Well, I can definitely admit that I'm wrong on the zombie dragon. Yeah. What? You know. Okay. Good call, Tony. Good yeah. call. Yeah. I was you trying to, I was trying tape. to give you like some slack to like get out, but yeah. You You're like, I think what you mean it. is yeah. <laughs> like, nope, I'm going to double down on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about hops the whole time. What, what hops did you use in the Dink Sinatra? This one uses uh Citra, Simcoe and okay. Cryo Mosaic, Cryo Columbus. All right. And the first round we did, like David was saying before, the, it was great. The only, critique we had was it wasn't dank enough yeah. right so we kind of can modified. we go danker yeah so we, so we tried to, we tried to dank it up a little more we uh, subbed in a little bit of the cryo mosaic for some simcoe okay uh, and the yeah. dry hop so that i think that gave it a little more of a, a dank characteristic okay but um the those most, mosaic hops are super super heavy oh it's i love that hop it's the, hard to go wrong using mo- it well, I'm not a fan, no. but, no. <laughs> but it's how you use it, really, that yeah. I've found. A lot of people put it in really early, and it gets way too bitter for me. I, yeah. But if you dry hop with it, it's just beautiful. You get all the tropical, the mango, and even the bubble gum at times, and it's we just like, yeah, it, amazing. Uh, we consider it the Band-Aid hop. So <laughs> it <laughs> fixes. A, you honestly make a pale ale, a Belgian, and it's kind of tasting weird, just Dry hop it with some mosaic. There you go. Yeah, you know, yeah. Honestly, it's it's such a strong hop, but has such beautiful characters. Yeah, yeah. So some, what, some people on the podcast have called it the hipster hop. <laughs> some people have. Yeah. We won't name any names. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm ready for. Uh, yeah, for I I'm I don't know about everybody uh, else. First impressions. Uh, we haven't got to. It, very so. dank. I bit into a sour patch kid. Uh-huh. While I uh, while I drink the one at the bottom it. of the glass really absorbs yes. some of that beer. Ooh, oh, and it's really that. good. It's the sweet, the sweet and uh, dank. Yeah, it's <laughs> like so really, uh, really, uh, really nice compliment well. yeah, to each exactly. other. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I would like this. Dank is not the word I wanted to use, but I couldn't think of the word. One of my favorite North by Northwest beers was the Zombie Dragon on Mango. Uh, if this was head. fruited. Yeah, that would, that would be amazing. That the the mango zombies actually become kind of a, a house uh, staple around oh, yeah? here, so we okay, we keep cool. that on tap. And, oh, nice! And, you know, there's something about that. I think the mosaic hop that just plays really. It well really with the mango. brings out it. It cuts like all bitterness, and it's just fruit and and IPA, and it just yeah. it, it, it's amazing. We were definitely kicking around some ideas on uh, doing a fruited version of this. Yeah. Um, I think this is paired with a bunch oh, it would of work fruits. with yeah. almost Absolutely. anything. So, so yeah. the first batch, we actually did a cast of the Dang Sinatra with mango and uh, papaya. Oh yeah! Oh, it turned out fantastic. 
fantastic. It dried out a little bit from the yeah. mango yeah. juice while it fermented, but the papaya kind of came out in, in it as well. Or you, I feel like this beer would complement a bunch of different fruits. Like Absolutely. That. I mean, I think I prove the concept with watermelon, yeah. and you could just like say, like, okay, what do we have? I'm sure all of them would taste amazing. Guava. I think guava would add to the dankness. Yeah, really. yeah we were yes. thinking of... Uh, uh, Pog, which is pineapple orange guava. Okay. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Apparently, that's a big thing in Hawaii. They drink a lot of Pog juice. Damn. Oh, that huh. sounds awesome. I, I want it now. <laughs> I, yeah. So, how long have you been, you guys been brewing? I started home brewing in college in my apartment, and uh, God, that was probably 20 years ago. But um, I've been professionally I wouldn't. Brewing. I wouldn't have guessed anything past three years. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, I started professionally brewing about 10 years ago and I've been doing that ever since. Dave, what about you? Uh, so I started home brewing about seven years ago now and uh, ended up getting my first job in a brewery about uh, five and a half years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, then uh, worked for a, on a packaging line, first off building boxes oh, yeah. and all that, worked my way up. And so yeah, now actually uh, Kevin and I kind of put our heads together and been making some cool beers. So Nice. Uh, Going on about six, seven years now. How long have you guys been at uh, North by Northwest? I've been here since uh, 2008. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 11 years. Wow. That yeah. was an interesting observation that Joel made, like that um, we saw when the crash of 2008 happened, a lot of breweries really kicked it up a notch. Like you had so much like warehouse space in this area yeah. particularly. I think it was really 2010 is when yeah. Yeah. locally. Yeah. 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 10, 11. Yeah. It was basically like two breweries before 2010. So back in 2010, 2011, I remember you guys had a big push yeah. then about trying to get packaging like and being able to sell beer to go and that kind of thing. Yeah. We try to bring every single episode back to the uh, craft beer laws and uh, the lobbying. Just because of how um, terrible it is. Antiquated. Very yes. interesting in Texas, the, uh, the beer laws. I, I was up in New York for uh, my whole uh, whole time I've been working in breweries. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. Coming down here, I, I moved here about a year and a half ago. Been working here since uh, September. And just, it makes no sense. A lot yeah. of things, the terms beer, ale. Oh, yeah, things. yeah. That's and without oh, yeah. that, you know, that's, just, that's just crazy. Why would you even have this law that you can't say this is beer? Wait, that's it's ridiculous and some of the laws are really ridiculous i, w- I ridiculous. work in the, the retail side of the industry and one of the guys i work with is being promoted he had to go up and do training up in connecticut and they have their own set of weird oh yeah beer and liquor laws up I there would, when i think like, of the northeast i think of like more progressive when it comes to laws like that like i'm surprised that they would have the same or not the same but like their own similar set of problems yeah new york had a huge boom while i was out there uh when i moved there uh, got into the industry in 2012. There were only about 100 breweries in New York State. And by the time I left, about a year and a half ago, there were over 400. So wow. uh, yeah. Just yeah. a huge boom. And the government really kind of helped that. They were pushing uh, hop farming. They yeah. wanted to revitalize right. that yeah. industry in New well, York. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, the, uh, they were giving money to start up small businesses. That was a whole New York State campaign out there. And uh, so it really built this whole industry. And I was out in the Buffalo area. And oh yeah, that whole city West New York, blown up. Yeah, Western New York, <laughs> it's a nice, nice area, uh, and their beer scene. It's just it. It went from everybody liked Labatt Blue 
to uh, what's, big ditch. What, yeah, now there's Big Ditch Community Beer Works, Ellicottville Brewing. Yeah. That's where I started, and uh, you know, just really awesome uh, beers being made up there, and you could see it just develop a whole community and nice. all that. And I came down here in Austin, and same same story. I had no idea about any beers breweries in Austin uh, really before I came down here, and there's how many now? I have no yeah, idea. I know. Well, we all moved here like 2008, 2009, and since then there's been like we keep we, we keep finding right. more and more. Yeah, but you're right; it's the same kind of explosive growth in the craft brewing yeah. industry. Someone uh, who, was it Jeff that just told us like a number to it? Like, yeah, I think he did. Like back I in know. 2000. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about yeah. something like that. There, there were only were, like a handful. There were like a handful, like and three now or there's four, over four hundred yeah. in the state. Like, right, and it's like, but it's wow. still even not per capita. It's still not like the most of any state. Well, and it's, it's really interesting. I think Montana has one of the most. <laughs> really? No, seriously, oh, per capita population. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they count cows and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> no, other if they did, it probably would be. Cows are eating malted uh, food. <laughs> That's what you do with your spent grain, right? That's exactly what we do. With it. Yeah. Uh, Give it a, to the local farms and stuff. Uh, yeah, we have a cow farmer come by and yeah. he, he was explaining he has 3,000 cows on his farm. <laughs> but uh, what we give him is just a snack. Like, right. Yeah, hundreds yeah. of pounds. That's. Yeah. Goes, they go through it in a couple hours. You know? Right. So, yeah, he really needs somebody like Live Oak or, or Big Real production. Ale. So, yeah, like, somebody big where he can get a full semi full to feed all his right. cattle. So wow. you guys can three beers. Correct. Northern Light, Red Zeppelin, and Zombie Dragon. Right. Have you guys all uh, great. have you guys all. thought about doing more like canning as far as like seasonal stuff or Yeah, that's that Davis definitely wants to do a fourth uh, brand mm-hmm. and we're still kind of kicking around ideas. Right. Uh, for a while it was going to be a West Coast IPA. Okay. Uh, then the brute thing came along. It was going to be that right. for a while, and then that sort of fizzled out. And then uh, actually, I, I feel like that brute IPA is really marketable towards the end of the year, and then the first part of the year, and then in after place that, of it's champagne. Like, mm, yeah. yeah. Do you not you like champagne, but you still want to drink a fizzy drink? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's like we had a bad one over at uh, a brutorium Body spray. I think. Yeah. Oh no, brutorium. Yeah. They yeah. had their own. It wasn't the best. Yeah. Yeah. Better than body spray, I think. Yeah. I think a lot. Of, you know, it was such a new style that all the breweries wanted to try. Yeah. Uh huh. And there, everybody pushed one out real quick. Uh-huh. And I think, a, I think need some tweaking. It, yeah. It's a, it's a style that you need to play around with and, and try different hop varieties yeah. and, and try different, you know, dryness levels. And I think the fact that everybody put theirs all out on the market at once, it kind of overwhelmed the consumer yeah. and turned them off a little bit. It's very tough to balance all of that hop, you know, oils, all of that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, even if it's not an IBU, there is perceived bitterness. That's a oh sure component in any beer, and if you don't have any malt backbone, it's you're, right. you're really good at just accentuating that off flavor. That a lot of people, you know, were turned off uh, by West Coast IPAs because it's bitter. You know, that's right. a whole thing. So it just. Drinking a pine yep, tree yep. here. Speaking, uh, speaking my language over there, David. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I love this. Uh, you know, Dink Sinatra New England style because it's will when it mellows out, it just has a nice rounded characteristic coming straight off the tank. I I right. feel like East Coast styles lend themselves more to the fruit uh, and being like more versatile. I, I'd say than West Coast. Uh, it's like if you if you love that pine tree flavor, if you love the big bold like. 
resinous, your face IPAs, and, yeah, yeah. resinous uh, IPAs. West Coast is your thing, but if you like more versatility, almost Mix I, it feel, up. I feel like East Coast IPAs are much more versatile. Personally. Yeah, more drinkable too. I mean, I, I, I could easily see you know sitting back with you know three or four pints of yeah. something like this. Yes, multiple. It's, it's a little hard to do that with a big. 7% 100 IBU West Coast IPA. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? We have a, a new pale ale right now called Dude Where's My Scooter. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. in, a, in a pile being set on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is uh, five, uh, only about 5.5%, but just super hazy. We use that yeah. same London Fog yeast in that and uh, just switch up the hops, hop profile a bit. Pretty much the same style how we did it, but it... Uh, so drinkable it is amazing how crushable it is when it's hot out i've been barbecuing since it's been a little bit nicer out oh yeah they go down very very fast and, uh, <laughs> and it's only five percent so compared to that you know typical eight percent new england hazy or mm-hmm. you know you can have a few of them without getting you know obliterated we've, like, we've <laughs> had we've had a few beers on on certain episodes where it's all like we got about two beers inside this is really really drinkable yeah. we look at it, it's like this is almost seven percent. This is <laughs> this is too drinkable. This is, uh, this is not good. But five, four or five percent. Those are pretty sessionable. It's all you yeah. Can, you can yeah. drink them fairly quickly. And it's like I tried the blueberry the first time around. Yeah, I tried the watermelon the second time. I think the watermelon lends. I, I agree. I, the watermelon definitely lends itself to the uh, to the flavor profile a little bit more. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of wish there were some more. I'm sure there will be more more options, more options as this yeah. this company uh, sun up, you know, grows. Uh, but I, yeah, I agree. I think the watermelon just had a nice fruity character that lended itself with the yeah. Whenever yeah. I think of watermelon, it's it's got flavor. But it's not like overwhelming, like blueberry can be. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and I think that's what I like about it more. But it also pairs just very well with the. Uh, it's like it's just juicy. So is SunUp uh, from Texas locally? Yeah, yeah they're South Lamar, I think. Yeah, they're in Austin. Oh wow. Okay. They're a local, uh, a local company. So they're going to be here on 420 actually. Oh uh, nice. Going to set up a little table and be sampling out some of their products and and answering questions. So cool. Can I buy their stuff oh, online? We, or? we should come by and uh, hand so. out okay. hand out cassettes of our. Here's our mixtape. Here's our mixtape. I am brute. I am brute. Well, you saw that though for uh, the soundtrack for um, God. What is it? Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Oh yeah. Yeah. They they're bringing cassettes. They had cassettes. Yeah. And it's like it it had the code for like the digital download. Yeah, of course. But it was just like a yeah a cassette, and it's like, how would you even play that? Uh, I have two cassette. I have two cassette players. I I have a couple. You have two cassette players. Well, they're my parents in storage. You hipster. (laughs) You hipster. I only listen to the fidelity of a cassette. I have a a Sony, and then I have that uh, that one that uh, they use at Home Alone. How many eight track players you got, Joel? Oh, there we go. Yeah, I would agree with Cutter. So I did the opposite of him. I did uh, watermelon first, and And then then the blueberry. blueberry. Watermelon blows it out of the water. Yeah. yeah, I I didn't. I don't think. I guess I didn't swirl mine enough. Uh-huh. So I had a bunch of the watermelon at the bottom. Yeah, but it was really good. Yeah, and I think it's just the watermelon CBD with the watermelon candy. Oh man, it like doubles up and it is great with it. I think the blueberry flavor with the watermelon candy is probably where I messed up. Is this just contrast? Yeah. No, I yeah. see. I I, uh, I I had the blueberry and then I tried it with the watermelon candy. It paired very well, but uh, personal preference. Just a little bit better. You like it a little bit better. Right? I do like yeah. it a little okay. bit better with the candy, with the blueberry, but the watermelon, watermelon double up. 
it's still better. <laughs> I like the beer by itself, but I would oh, say yeah. if I was doing the pairing, watermelon for me and we but, were. So you guys say said the the first batch wasn't dank enough. Did you have did you make any test batches that were too dank? No, I mean we typically don't do like small test runs. Yeah, um, you know typically we'll we'll do a full twelve barrel batch. Oh yeah, but yeah. So that was the first the first batch that we did was back in January. And it turned out great. I mean, it was very, very tasty. It just, for the name Dank Sinatra, it wasn't quite dank yeah, enough. Right. So we, I get you. we made a slight tweak. I feel like there's some perks to having like a brew pub. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you can brew test batches and you have a, a easy, test easy, audience easy test there. market. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's that's new. I'll try that. So, like, you guys, Nobody's I'm sure buying you have this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Especially we, in this area. Yeah, we listen to the feedback from our regulars and from, you know, untapped drinkers and, you know, we'll we'll kind of base judgments on that on what we want to do as far as tweaking any recipe if we do tweak it at all. I don't know why, but I never thought of the breweries like actually reading the untapped cuz we'll leave yeah. our reviews and check-in oh. places, but actually seeing it be actionable yeah we, i just never thought about we, we're such we're so small that we at least like to see what you all are talking about yeah. you know what what we're getting feedback on like was that beer good and it's also good to see because you can see people are seeing off flavors in your beer yeah. and so oh yeah yeah taking definitely. pictures like oh that's wrong so let's contact that business see yeah what's up you know why or, is it purple it's a beer yeah or if you see that unfiltered you know, giant bubbles on the no. side of a glass that is at your bar you oh yeah like, hey like, bartenders you gotta clean those clean glasses, those glasses yeah. A little yeah. come on man yeah yeah this yeah. is actually very drinkable for me too so would you say crushable I would not say crushable. It's wow. drinkable. Uh, drinkable. I'm, I'm speaking to That's all the people. That's what we're going for, right? Who, who he have he tolerates a, it. Um, baby palette. Baby palette. Hashtag sure. baby yeah. palette. Yeah. Hashtag baby palette. Hashtag baby blue. Yeah, I only like things that are sour and sweet. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it works really well. The CBD oil, like I said, I find that it actually cuts away from the bitterness a little bit and then add in the Sour Patch Kid and yeah, it makes yeah. it totally drinkable. So even people who are bitter averse, I think, should uh, give this a shot. I would almost say that you could take some of the like sour sugar or whatever the hell. I don't even know. Oh, the candy. You could almost rim the glass. Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Crush oh, that's up. an interesting oh. idea. That might yeah. be a bit too I don't much. know that I've seen a beer with a sugar rim. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, we are kind of going like all out on, moon, the, on the stoner yeah. theme for 420. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the chef wants to uh, do like pizza rolls oh, and uh, like little, brown, <laughs> little, yeah, little brownies with actual like Hershey's chocolate candies baked yeah. into them. We're going to call them the, it. the Robert Brownie Jr. A, nice. Uh, a nice. Skittles is not a sprinkle. A Mounds Bar is not a sprinkle. A Twizzler is not a sprinkle. A Jolly Rancher is not a sprinkle, sir. Perhaps in Shangri-La they are, but not here. Anyway. <laughs> so it's for, there you go, yeah. Saturday? Have them take the watermelon Sour Patch Kids and just blend them up. Right. Put them on right. everything. Yeah. Just or salt the rim. You can just make a pur- oh, there puree you go. or whatever they yeah. call it. Yeah. Puree, yeah. Puree, yeah. There you go. Just now, what's it dump called? the glass. Is that a grinder? That thing that's like a <laughs> yeah. circle thing? Yeah, herb grinder. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. You t- oh, is it a grinder? Like Tony's I mean, like, I'm oh, just I don't saying. know. I don't know what. It's been a couple like, years. <laughs> like Tony hasn't been on grinder. <laughs> 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 Point Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I just see what all um, the kids are into these days. Oh my god! 
you don't want to know what they're into. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I we think Kevin almost just lost his beer on that one. So did you have any thoughts of canning this one? Yeah, because actually, when, when we were at the Spring Bach Festival here, Davis was saying he thought, you know, you do a limited can run of this and then maybe in the future can it more. Yeah, that, that's another thing I forgot to mention is on 420, we're going to do a limited can run of this. We're oh, going okay. to keg. We're going to take about three kegs of it over to American Canning and get them to can some 16 ounce. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. six. So okay. we'll do a, a four pack of 16 ounce right. uh, cans and we've got the label for them um, awesome. and everything. It looks yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we've seen the artwork. It, it does look pretty cool. Yeah, so we'll probably have, I'm guessing that'll, I don't know, be what, 60 cases, 60 to 100 cases? I so limited I, run. Yeah, yeah really, I think it's 60 to 100 four packs. Yeah, four so packs. so yeah. listeners, yeah. you better get here fast because. Yeah, so we'll do a four pack for 20 bucks, 420. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, like seemed like a yeah. pretty nice. obvious price. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Davis is thinking about doing this one for our fourth can label. Yeah. But okay. the problem with it is. The zombie dragon is an expensive beer to make already. Right. This one the is hops be, are yeah. Really this one's expensive, more expensive yeah. than zombie dragon. So I think yeah. we'd have to price it appropriately or do it in, you know, in a four pack sixteen ounce yeah. format. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing like sixteen that. ounce four pack, but you can always do you can always do a limited run around this time of year. Oh yeah. Until I can yeah. That's justify that's it. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, it's honestly so we're using the cryo hops, which it they're ridiculously priced it's right like a, essentially you know two hop the price of two hops in one you know kind of deal and so they're very limited exclusive to get but there's hard. it's it, the freezing makes them so fresh i know so yeah, yeah what what happens is they just extract all of that awesome right. lupulin out of it yeah and you don't get any of like the hop matter product. right yeah, no yeah. hop matter so it's right. like so a typical hop they're alpha so mosaic would be probably 12 to 16 percent alpha acids or mm-hmm. something like that uh a cryo mosaic is 27 damn to 30. wow so it's like you're getting wow. just the so much oil out of it but it's not the bitter part at all right so using that just all in dry flavor. and yeah. we found that like honestly like this beer it mellows out like over time and unlike other ipas like you get oxidized flavors right right yeah hops, uh, which is why know. like an ipa you want to drink it like as soon as it's which which i thought that was weird because you guys like just let it sit for yeah. a couple of weeks and let it mellow out. Whereas a lot of places where it's like, no, you want to drink this IPA as fresh as possible to get all that hot flavor from it. Yeah, it really, it mellows out and it actually just accentuates the flavor. And mm-hmm. we found, I mean, so the beer, the first batch, we only sold it in-house. We didn't distribute it, can it, anything. And it was gone in about a month. And by about the third to fourth weekend, that was when it was like tasting its prime. Like it right, was just right. mellow great tasting but then it ran out you know so right uh, but that was a learning experience yeah so now we're like well let's try to let it mellow for a week before we release it so that Mm -hmm. won't be as bitter or or aggressive i I carbonated it two days ago so when we do that we recirculate it at high speeds to carbonate it and it just mixes all that hot matter back into it oh wow so as that falls out over time in the tank you just store in the keg or whatever it's packaged in it just becomes less abrasive and you get a much softer you know body to Rounded. it but more yeah. yeah more hop uh profile and and so yeah it's a it's still got the tropical dip backbone to it but 
we added more Simcoe to it, so it should it actually has a more dank, you know, pungent aroma to it right. as well. So yeah, it certainly does. Yes. And with that recirculation, is that something you can do on site, or do you have to send it somewhere? Oh no, to yeah, yeah, we do it on site. Do on site? Yeah, you guys pretty much do everything here. Everything is done yeah. here yeah. in our draft. So yeah, and then, and the cool thing about that our canning line, you know, we just we do the three beers down south, so. That's three, getting, yeah, just the three, three beers, right now. Hey? In, on the <laughs> line. But uh, up here we have what sixteen on tap at yeah, all times. Sixteen to eighteen. How 16 many? 18. How many tanks do you guys have? Serving total? tanks. Uh, we've got eight. Oh. Ser- yeah, eight serving tanks. Yeah, eight total. Yeah, uh, six are attached to the bar. But, or or nine. Nine serving nine, tanks. Yeah. Three. Uh, six are attached to the the taps at the bar. Three, oh wow. Three are external, so we have to keg those up. Right. Um, so yeah, we've got. You know, but we have the ability to do 18 beers on tap. Okay. And we have so, a lot of barrel-aged beers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Matt from the Beer Museum, he, he wanted me to ask you, Kevin, when are you going to get those tanks from the south location moved up here? <laughs> Hopefully never. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to get into, I don't know, maybe you probably don't have anything to do with this, but... Uh, but are there plans to reopen the South location at some point? I know there's a lot of construction there and it just, it's a headache to get there and it's just really impeding doing business really. So I'm not sure what the plan is, to be honest. They're still, uh, they've still worked out an agreement, uh, to brew there on location, even though the the brew pub is is shut down. Okay. So you're still brewing there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, They're still brewing and packaging there. Um, I think that was one of the questions we had because people had driven by in the sun. Oh yeah. People are still going there sometimes and like it's closed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when we looked it up on Google. Oh, on Google still says it. Google says it's still open. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm We were, yeah, because Joel was like, "Are we day. meeting at the the north location or the south?" Wait, which I thought we discussed, but I guess we didn't. I don't yeah, know. we never did. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a few options that are kind of uh, being floated around right now. One is that you know we get a warehouse somewhere with cheap rent, move all yeah. the equipment over there, and that becomes our packaging facility for both okay. keg and for canning. Uh, the other option is there might be somebody who's willing to come into that location, right? And BJ's. Take over, take over the the restaurant operation, and still allow the brewery to brew there. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the third option is that somebody buys the entire thing as is, Outright, brewery yeah. equipment included. Okay. Uh, and in that in that case, we would probably be forced to contract brew somewhere. Gotcha. Okay. So those are kind of the three options at this point. And okay. we're not really sure which way it's going to go. It sounds to me like, because you guys have a lot of knowledge about this, the process, and it's, it sounds like you take a lot of like time and dedication to make wait, it right. Wait, wait, wait. So, they know about brewing? Is that what? <laughs> so uh, it's, it sounds to me that you'd like to have that control. Like you'd be able to, you wouldn't want to contract. It sounds like you'd want to yeah, be I would, fully. Yeah, I would think that it would, it would definitely be beneficial if we could be in control of our own be product. there the whole yeah. time yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's yeah. from you know from grain to glass or from grain right. to packaging i like yeah. that grain to gla- glass yeah. oh, grain to glass is that a saying yeah. in the yeah okay speaking of i think we need need some more beers over here huh? we might so but to be clear to everybody listening you come to the north location yep. for the 420 yes. to True. get to get your dank sinatra on True. 420 is a saturday is that right it's a, it is a saturday, okay, saturday. Cool. yeah, yeah. Saturday before Easter. So we got to get this edited or out before that. Ross will not be sleeping this week. I don't think so. Probably (laughs) not. 
but yeah. That's why you'll need that CBD oil. Oh <laughs> man, yeah. I think that's. I think the, I that's, I the think that's the opposite. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Dave, Dave keep me relaxed. It, it kind of elevated you, didn't it? Oh yeah. So I. Oh, I mean, so I was just driving home, and I don't know. I just felt really good, and then yeah. I, I started Energetic doing yard work. And, and, oh, yeah, there you go. Like, you know, happy. It's the house music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Clint right now. Clint has all the energy for. He's all tweaking. He's tweaking. Well, maybe it's some. It's uh, your your body chemistry. Your how your brain is wired. Because you know, there's Ritalin that'll calm down kids, and then some kids that are calm, it'll just boost them up. And like, I well, don't know. yeah. I, I mean, honestly, who, we'll see. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So we are on our. For the audience, we are on our third beer. If you third, haven't yes. haven't been able to tell, I went back to the blueberry it's, for uh, for this one. I, I did a little yeah. bit more experimentation with the oil and. What do you think? It's still more bitter. I feel like the blueberry is not as well pronounced as the watermelon. Which you can get the a little bit of the blueberry, but I feel like it once again accentuates the the bitterness of. It. So do you th- you think the blueberry? Th- all right. So the no, no, no. The, the blueberry <laughs> fruit is not as prominent as the watermelon. Yeah, but like. It's like the uh, I feel like the watermelon almost cuts through the bitterness a little bit more than the blueberry, which isn't that surprising to me. I don't know why, because blueberries are typically heavier than watermelon flavor. But it's a, I between the two, I definitely prefer the watermelon. But I I really want to like this blueberry. Is it blueberry? <laughs> you want to like it? I want to like this blueberry. So do you find the blueberry does make it more bitter versus the watermelon? The oil makes it more bitter. Yeah. It's all, and I don't know if but, it's just but, because the blueberry, the blueberry flavoring is not as prominent, or if it just doesn't complement the CBD oil as well. Does it taste like it's on top of it, as opposed to like consistently? Through I did it? the watermelon no. all all three times because I'm worried about killing Joel. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, sit right I, next to it, man. You can't, I still, you can't I still have blueberries think, um, on your breath. I know. I find that it seems to just cut the bitterness of the beer without for me. Yeah. And I'm Absolutely. not sure what what element that is, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it makes it, makes it more it, consistent. To yeah, me. it's yeah, like, it's it's wonderful for me. So and it yeah. works especially when you think about like how we started the episode, like in terms of our flavor profiles. Like when somebody tells me try this IPA, immediately my mind goes to this like man, this is going to be overly hoppy. Tastes man. like resin, exactly. But this, if you handed well, me it and I drank it. You can taste the hops, but it's not like a exactly. linger. It's not like that. Like yeah, I agree. I agree. Well done, guys. Well oh, done. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I actually put the CBD oil on first to try to incorporate it better into the beer. So you're uh, saying pour it into the glass, and then when you pour the beer, it yeah, kind then ooh, so look at that big brain on Ross. Well, that, that's just basic home brewing stuff. I mean, <laughs> so are you telling me Ross? in first, so it incorporates. Are you telling me I need to go four beers in to get that done? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I I did say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the the reason we went with the uh, the watermelon in the very first place. We just we we just felt like it it lended itself better to to the flavor profile and the blueberry was good but it just kind of had a perception that i could sense it wasn't more Mm -hmm. it wasn't really like a flavor it was more of a it was almost like a mouthfeel difference yes yeah Yeah. would you say umami (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't (laughs) it does it adds this like full that's actually david's catchphrase it's just umami well (laughs) you're talking to flavor dave right (laughs) 
There we go. Flavor <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Hashtag Flavor Dave. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we potentially had to uh, pick nicknames for this can wrap. Uh-huh. And yeah, so Kevin, he's snowman over there. And, uh, <laughs> nice. I had to go with my uh, original nickname in the brewing industry, Flavor Dave. Ah. Uh, I threw in, a, I, I did a collaboration up in a Muskoka brewing up in Canada up in Bricebridge and had no, the only thing I did for an entire weekend besides drink beer up there was throw in flavor hops. And so <laughs> I just was like, well, I'm just Flavor Dave. Uh, so, but, yeah. so here's a question. Um, oh, another question. This is round two. Where do you go from here? Like if you were experimenting past here, what do you do? Do you go, Heroin. (laughs) (laughs) Joel likes to drop the nuclear option. (laughs) You're just going to have a drip bag and you're just going to come in and you're going to plug it in. It's not heroin though. It's just just Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) It's actually a callback. You're mainlining Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) I don't know. This this is uh, as far as the recipe of the base beer or as far as like uh, the whole 420 CBD thing? As as far as the I think recipe of the base beer, like yeah, absolutely. Like, do you think you could make it more dank? Do you think this is where you want it? What What are you thinking? Because I know you said before with like the the fruit pairings, and that seems like the logical next step. But is there anything like, man, if I was making this for me, this is what I would add in versus a target on flavor, Dave? I mean, honestly, this is uh, to me. I think we're gonna give it two, three weeks, Mm -hmm. see how that's at, but. You know, for the type of hops that we have in there, I'd, you know, we could switch them up around here and there, move them around in uh-huh. the whole process. But I really love this beer how it yeah. is. And that's what we kind of do here is we brew our beer just how Kevin and I kind of want it to yeah. taste. Like, I mean, we brew what we, we want to drink. We like lagers. There we you like go. hoppy beers. We, you know, we like darker beers, but it is getting hot out here in Texas. Yeah. So we're kind of focusing more on... Let's just see what how we can play with hops. Uh, that's why we have right now uh, the Dude Where's My Scooter. We have this one. We have Zombie Dragon, which we both love. And then there's the, uh, we have a double IPA coming out here in a, a week or two, uh, which that'll be all, they're all hazies pretty much besides the Zombie Dragon. But I mean, should set you up for summer if you want to go bigger, you know. Go bigger, go home. Yeah, yeah, 8% and higher or, you know, a nice five and a half session. Um, yeah. But all hops, like I, that's getting like I for said, summer, I, those yeah, summer months. I like yeah, I like IPAs, but I'm not trying to get dragged down with um, you know too many big beers. But yeah, some people yeah. strictly like eight percenters. And that, yeah. You know? no. Do you like to brew what you uh, drink most oftentimes? Yeah, or, well, it sounds like yeah. It, yeah. it's kind of also we have to sort of cater to our core audience, and right. Our regulars, you know, so we, it's, it's always are, whatever the market dictates. Exactly. Really. So there yeah. are some beers that we cannot get rid of, you know, our duckabish Amber, that's like a staple that we'll always have on tap. Yeah. Our, you know, our blackjack, there's a few beers that we will always, always have on tap that I don't necessarily drink that much, but, um, they are good beers. But, uh, the interesting thing is, is we used to have like one rotating IPA at a time. Now I'm finding that more than often we have three, four, and maybe even five IPAs if you include like fruited versions of it. It's a damn so shame. So now it's <laughs> almost like everything else is kind of getting pushed to the back and IPAs are sort of taking over the, the, the beer menu. Yeah. So in fact, the other day I was looking at all our tanks and in our fermenters, we've got five fermenters. Mm. And out of those five fermenters, 
four were full of IPAs. Wow. Wow. Is that because of all the hipsters that are up here? <laughs> 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 it just no, it's Labor Day. The market is currently demanding IPAs. It's yeah, so hot right really now. Yeah. Yeah, it's so hot right it's now. It's so hot right now. We call it so hop right now. And then that could be so hop right now. Yeah. I mean, and, and so the market is pretty much demanding that brewers make a lot of IPAs yeah. because that is what is going to draw business. And yeah. that's what like turns really quickly. Yeah. So yeah, at least you get them out of those fermenters pretty fast. About right Dink here. Sinatra, is it going to be in both blueberry and watermelon flavor? Or no, just, one? Just, no the watermelon. Just, just the watermelon. Okay. Okay. Cool. But, uh, Good choice. you know, Sun Up CBD will be here with their, Variety, with their table yeah. and, you know, the idea you of buy, dropping, yeah. yeah, the idea of dropping a, a little drop in your glass and then pouring the beer on top of that, that's, that's not out of the question. I mean, sure. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. We could do. The, I, I think it's going to be a cool social spirit. Like yeah. to see how friendly people are with the servers and, and the stuff. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. It's like, I, I'm right now I feel wow. so at this ease. Is, with all this CBD oil, this is like the fewest complaints we've ever gotten on a day. You need to put it in every beer. Those pizza rolls went fast. <laughs> A lot of people are saying dude for some reason. <laughs> so is there, um, so as far as beers that are not your own are concerned, let's get go. into it. We, we asked this question of everybody, all brewers we talk to. What is the big three sort of the macro macro beer that you have in your fridge right now? Like Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, or a derivative of those. Miller High Life is one we get a lot. Or do you just stay away from the big guys completely? I typically stay away i mean i'm trying to think of what's in my fridge right now it's all central texas craft beer i mean i've got some abw live oaks yeah. probably in there uh might have some real i think the most mainstream Hans beer Kills. i probably have is a lindemann's frambois okay. oh frambois no frambois. I, I, uh, hello yeah some some would say it's good over ice cream <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i, I would I, not do you, do you, do you oh, oh no, no, no i take that i take that back my wife just bought go. a six pack of left hand milk stout oh, okay. so that's probably <laughs> the biggest wow brewery that that's i have nitro or non-nitro nitro, nitro. Yeah. yeah she's a big okay. fan of the dark you know the the stouts that's why she married you yeah <laughs> 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 Dave? Oh, no. uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> champagne of beer. Oh, there, there it is. Uh, we got uh, we've we have gotten that, that back in the, the high life. Like again. most uh, of the all of them, that's like the most well, common. We've had three that. other ones. Uh, Old English. As, uh, oh beer. god. I need some malt liquor, and then what? Uh, we'll you brew beer? That's, <laughs> a, that's a surprising and one. And then we're gonna go with uh, let's go. Honestly, I drink a lot of Lone Star down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lone Star. Hey, yeah, yeah, Lone Star's perfectly yeah, acceptable. The yingling of the South. The yeah. yingling of the <laughs> South. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people drink malt do? liquor. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do, but that's what got me into beer was a yeah, nice 40 li- old English. <laughs> nice. So uh, that, was my first, uh, that was my first drinking experience. Yep, there exactly. was Old English. There was uh, Mad Dog. And then and you never drank again. Steel Reserve. Yeah, oh, that's my man. brother's favorite. Your brother's still, but uh, still, his favorite. still <laughs> he loves that stuff. But there was these uh, videos on YouTube where they took sommeliers and had them blind taste test beers. But it was like random beers and then some like malt liquors. And like when you didn't tell them what it was, they were like, 
Oh my goodness, these malt liquors, are, they have so many flavors. They're so complex. And they start doing all their sommelier bullshit with it. Yeah, yep. exactly. And it's like, exactly. oh, bullshit. all I know is finish your 40 before you get, uh, it gets too warm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but besides that, I mean, that just shows how little I have mm, yeah. in my fridge. But I will go with uh, champagne. That uh, I like. That's that why you don't play so. Edward 40. Yeah. I was about to ask, have you played that? Oh, Edward 40? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couple Mickey. <laughs> Just duct tape. Yeah, There's no fly. winners. <laughs> no. Yep. Somebody's got to unzip my pants right now. It's, All right. So we got a winner. <laughs> Whoa, I don't want to be at that party. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, High Life is definitely one of the more common answers we have. I think gotten. Mike O'Connor, he he said... Uh, yep, from Live Oak. Live yeah. Oak, their social media guy. Yep. And then there were like two or three others that we've interviewed. I think so. Yep. Oh, and uh, MGD, we got that from yeah. Brandon Radicke at Independence. Independence. We're oh, counting yeah. that as Miller Highlight. Well, it, it, yeah. Miller Highlight sort and of. MGD were probably my go-to yeah. back in yeah. high school, college. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Like when you talk about like that was what I drank in college. Like yeah. there's some callbacks to that. Like, man, for me, Ziegenbach. It was oh, the man. cheapest keg over by uh-huh. campus. So, like, you could get a keg for, like, I think it was, like, $49. It was like, still pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it was a heavy beer. Mm-hmm. And we never really finished the keg. Like, it was, oh, like, man. you drank as much as you wanted to, and then people were, like, all right, man, that's that's all you. Let me go to yeah. a party where they have some light beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Ziegenbach today, not all that great. Mm. Well, we're kind of blessed here in Austin where there are so many options, especially if you are just targeting like the craft local scene. It's going to be interesting for you guys specifically once the uh, MLS stadium opens, because I feel like a lot of people are going to be pre-gaming soccer specials and over in like the the other ones off of like metric because like drinking and soccer just go hand in hand. Because you have to drink to get to that game. Drinking and like, sports. You have to drink games. to like and it. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, I need a beer. <laughs> Pass it or something. Where's the goal? There's no scoring. Anyway, no. Shout out to Austin Anthem. Yeah, Austin Anthem. Um, Which they know, probably don't listen. I don't know, but. No, no, we told them about it. We, the royal we. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they probably don't actually once again speaking of sports uh i am actually sports? about to go down to Bills. san antonio uh-huh. to go in a rally car drifting what wait wait which i am not too sure exactly is that out of marion speedway it possibly is yeah that sounds yeah, about so, right uh, yeah i have a friend he is going to be drifting so Whoa. i actually need to out here pretty soon. Oh, girl. So, okay. Roll out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, can, we can definitely... Uh, Wait, so you're not going to be in the car? I am going to be in the car. Wait, so, passenger, so, so, yeah, passenger. Passenger or driving? Passenger <laughs> with the helmet while uh, my friend drives and drifts. Wait, have you done that before? I have not. But, uh, yeah, so this is... Uh, we are actually up. It's a good thing you just had some CBD oil. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> oh, that's what, awesome. Wouldn't it be better to be the passenger? Say, hey, man, can I turn on the radio? You should slow down. Why we gotta keep going in circles? Can I put my feet out the window? Man, you really like tide. So, most important question of the podcast before you jet. Yeah. The fifth element. Is it a good movie? Or is it a bad movie that's fun to watch? I will go with a good movie. You shut your fucking mouth. 
and because of the artistic creativity. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Enjoy you. your drifting. I will. No, oh, man. Weird. You drifter, you. You <laughs> yeah. drifter. All right. Take it. Uh, we still wait. have a question. For Kevin. Kevin. Please. I'd say bad movie, fun to watch. Yes. I think that's, I mean. Fuck you, Clint. It's one of those movies that if it's on, I'll you're not watch gonna, it. Yeah, exactly. But watch it, like, but you're not going to, like, hey, I want to watch The Fifth Element today. Yeah. <laughs> Why I not? I don't own it. I'll, I'll give you that. I own quite well, a bit of Well, it's on Netflix now, so, so there you well, what's go. What's your general impression of Bruce Willis movies? Uh, I like Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. Generally positive, yeah. yeah. Generally positive. Okay. Would, would you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> that's that should be our other We're branching yeah. off yeah, that's on a, the that question. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's only, there's only, <laughs> wait, wait. That's, that's a good question. That was, was a random question. Yeah, 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 it, comes yeah, yeah. Up, it comes up at my work. There's only one answer People ask it. There's only one answer. I have a six-year-old so it's not something I would watch with her. Right. Okay. I agree. Right. I agree. Right. I agree. Right. Home Alone or something like that. Those, you know, those are more yeah. Christmas themed movies. <laughs> the Grinch. Uh, but given that, I would watch that after she's asleep. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie, then you'd have to consider Lethal Weapon also a Christmas movie. Oh Agreed. man, you're oh. right. Yeah. So how come nobody ever brings that up? Yeah. Well, it's, it's because oh. the uh, and so they're both talk in about, L.A. Well, we we so, talk about uh, the Fifth Element. Yeah, it's good or not. That's so, not a Christmas movie. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm <laughs> no, just saying not. that Bruce Willis is the. You can uh, enjoy it year round. Jump, but I, I got you. But uh, but Lethal Weapon, no, also a Christmas movie. Yeah. I would consider yes I guess because so, it yeah. takes I mean, place around Christmas time. Yes, that's all that's required. Home, home Alone. You know, home Alone. Same example. Home, home Alone is absolutely the motivation for the. It is not the, the same exact principle. <laughs> no, no, they um. You there put, are you terrorists. Could, you could put, you could put and that he's fighting off the terrorists. You could put that literally in Spring Break. You could do the same thing during Spring Break. It's the same movie. No, because he, because he doesn't have the ornaments to put as one of the traps. <laughs> <laughs> Seashells. I don't fucking know. You know, before Lethal Weapon, I never thought there could be a bomb on my toilet. <laughs> and now I check every time. So, well, I'm just I'm just waiting on y'all to finish. Uh oh, so. Clint throwing in the gauntlet. So I'll I'll go ahead and give my final reactions. The flavor profile of this is very pleasant. The pleasant. That's what we're going for, right? Yeah. The CBD oil definitely cuts through some of the bitterness for me, especially adding in the sour patch. Uh, you went watermelon all the time. I went watermelon all the time. Yeah. I did not try the blueberry. So um, my recommendation for anybody who um, is hesitant to try any kind of IPA, give this a shot with the CBD or any oil. Kind of C- I mean, if it's you're hesitant really to great. try CBD oil, uh, try sure. it in a beer. Yeah. yeah, There you go. Well, I would say I enjoyed this with just the beer. Wait, I enjoyed wait, it but with Oh, it, sorry. Clint, where, where are you? Oh, I'm, Clint, I'm good. You? Yeah, no, that's, but, but, that sums but it up. Did you rate it? Oh, it's a one. Oh, yeah. okay. I would, I would have a it again. For, for sure. For, Clint. for everybody out there that hasn't listened before, what's your fucking problem? No, yeah. uh, but we, we operate on the binary scale. It's either you'll drink it or you won't. So it's either a one or a zero. And Clint, I've, had, I've had a lot of zeros. So Yes, he has. This is Mostly this IPAs. Is mostly IPAs, but this yeah. is a, a IPA. That is a one. There you go. go. Wait, is now is it a one without the CBD or? Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think. Yeah, you probably would order it. I probably would not order it by itself. Just by it being an idea. But that is. But if there's a pitcher in the middle of the table, you're gonna. You're gonna. That's not even how you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it with the CBD without the CBD oil. 
without yeah like without the, the CBD. Cutting. No, because again, my flavor profile, I just don't it's not appreciate the bitterness. No, I understand. So I would go with. But uh, if if there's a there's a pitcher in the else, middle of the table, no, no, you'd no. still you'd I would still go understand. out of your way to order something else. Well, you know, I think that's what that's, I was... Yeah, you tell me it's an IPA sitting in the middle of the table. I'm going to be so like, like... yeah, No, I understand. Uh, I understand. You're going to go like, Zombie Dragon. Get, let me, you're going to go there, there are, Zombie Dragon's another IPA. I'd Pi- go with the Zeppelin or... Pijingo. Um, yeah. yeah, something yeah. else. Or something Zombie Zeppelin Dragon with Mango. Too. Something yeah. to like cut oh, away man. the bitterness for Mango me. Mango Zombie you know? Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Mango Zombie Dragon was I'd, also it good. It haunts my dreams. Anyway, so Tony, you were... Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm normally not a fan of IPAs, just like Clint. I like this beer on its own. I liked it with the oil and the candy. I'm curious to see how it's going to be with the uh, watermelon juice juice in it. Yeah, incorporated into the If I liked it already, I'm curious what other level that's going to put into it. Or just the fact that it ages a little bit. I guess. Absolutely. Ages a little bit more. And like David was saying, like that mellows it out. So like that would be... Uh, appealing to me as well right yeah yeah i think it will i mean we're only on day two yeah of it being right right yeah and we we definitely noticed a big change after a week yeah on okay. the, the original one awesome so i think i think just giving it a little bit of extra time i think it'll kind of that bitterness will subside a little bit and some of the fruit kind of forward now and dank for like the for like so the hardcore dang. ipa drinker so isn't that kind of like inverse of what they would be right don't they for? want like they more want of the dank they want well like i say hardcore uh, people who really love that west coast style yeah. right would exactly be like looking for that punch you in the face bitter hopness right true yeah but in a i think in a, a new england style ipa i think it's, it's yeah people are more looking for less bitter sure more right fruit forward more kind fruit of stuff forward, yeah. More yeah, malt yeah. Forward, yeah yeah Right, right. So when we're looking for these in the can, would we have to come next week on well, like 420? Yeah, we'll, yeah, on 420. We'll, or? Have, we'll have that can release on 420, and obviously we'll do everything at 420 p.m. Right. Oh, uh, so oh wait. So so we have to come after 420 p.m.? <laughs> okay. No, 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 no I, you'll I probably know, have to be here. I didn't know before that before. That. Well, okay. Seated. You have to be I got seated it. before yeah, 420. There you go. Yeah. I got it. I got it. But yeah, we'll have a limited can run, um, and those will be all available just here at yeah. North by Northwest. Um, but maybe, will you be serving the beer like all day or not until? Yeah, yeah. We'll tap the cask at 420. Uh, the, okay. the, beer, the base beer itself will be on tap okay. uh, all day and then from then on till the CBD. Till it's okay, gone. cool. But the CBD version and the. We've also got a. Uh, we didn't talk about this much, but we also have a, a second cask. So what? we'll have dueling casks. We have the CBD version. Oh, and, and then, then the non. A non CBD version. Right, with, right. Uh, that's got cryo galaxy and Columbus hops. Oh shit! So that'll be you know for the hop heads. I'm I'm a galaxy person, like yeah. all the way, really. I like, I like the galaxy. Is yeah. that like the Mountain Bowl? We're gonna have uh, two competing forces. Shit! Awesome. I'm probably I'm probably gonna want galaxy in the CBD oil cask, but anyway, I'll have to just order both. Once at all, I'll probably order both and mix them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to mix them in in the glass. He's like, I'm gonna get two beers and an extra glass. Wait, do you you mix the 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 cask? Get your hoppy cask. Take it over to the the sun up. There you go. Yeah, exactly. They might have something a a different flavor, like a like a mango or something. I don't know. Oh man, we'll see. I'm just trying to think of what a mango would Mm. taste like. Okay, 
Got, I, we I know, can dream. I know Clint's <laughs> going to be out of town, Patent but pending. but Patent you guys, uh, we we got to come down here. What Saturday. do you mind, mean by you guys? I may be out of town. <laughs> Use guys. Use guys. I may be down the road. I may you be out of town. Son of a bitch. So Tony. Anyway, okay, so Ross yeah. by himself. Okay, I'll be here. I'll dedicate myself to you, Ross. So okay, we'll cool. We'll I actually initially thought we were recording on four twenty, so <laughs> I had blocked that off. <laughs> so I think it might be free. Nice. Okay, cool. So I'm I'm actually I'm uh, three Uh-oh. and a half. I'm sorry. Three and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah this, is my, Ooh, this is my four. Okay. And then I put some extra CBD oil gotcha. in it. So, But this is pretty great. It's a, a good fruit forward hoppy IPA. I don't know. This versus the zombie dragon is what I was really doing like the whole t- Maybe not the whole time, but I was thinking, is this better? I think it is. Especially with the CBD oil. On the nose, I was... You get a lot of the watermelon on the nose. So you're saying for like the complexity, you would choose this over Zombie Dragon? Just the fruit pairs really well with the beer. So when you show up next week, yeah, I mean, of course, oh, the definitely special event, get the, you choose this. Well, if Sunup is there and I want to try... Uh, oh, could you do a Zombie Dragon different with flavor, the CBD? Yeah, if I want to try a different flavor, a whole dropper full of something else, I don't know. Like uh, like mango or... It depends what they well, have. Well, maybe we should ask Kevin, the brewer, what we should mix with that, if anything. Well, I mean, well, it's personal it's, preference, it really, like watermelon right? is yeah. like a solid pick, and that's what they right, do. Right, and, and that's why you went with... Well, you, you had a limited choice, but watermelon paired really well with this. Like, I think they also they, have a, a non-flavored version, too. So yeah, would I would go, think so they just would. just the straight CBD yeah. oil. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. okay. But yeah, this is definitely, for me, with the watermelon, and I, I don't generally like watermelon. It's not my thing. But the with boat. the watermelon, it, it's really... Yeah, uh, everything works this really It's really good. It works really well. We've and the Sour Patch, the Watermelon Sour Patch Kid. Well, uh, I mean... Everything is good with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not pizza rolls. I don't know, but... We'll see. We'll see Saturday. But I, are, are we getting pizza rolls Saturday? There are pizza, uh, pizza rolls. There will be. There will be pizza rolls. Let's put the watermelon into the. Yeah. Well, pizza yeah. roll. See what we think. <laughs> it melted on top. Can we get like? He's a pineapple and pizza kind of guy. If you're gonna put a fruit on a pizza, it better be pineapple. Cherry tomatoes. So I'm a one, definitely. So yeah, yeah. I really wanted to like the blueberry. I don't know. Once again. I feel like the blueberry wasn't as prominent. I, yeah, even, exactly. I didn't. I didn't get a lot of the blueberry flavor on on the nose. Like just just from the nose, you get a lot more watermelon mm-hmm. from the watermelon CBD. I tried a whole bunch of experiments just sitting here. Like I did it with the blueberry. Right. I did it with the blueberry and the sour patch kid. I did the watermelon without the sour, sour patch kid with. The Sour Patch Kid. Did you do the watermelon? Last one, I did and watermelon blueberry? and blueberry together. Oh, I don't think I did. Did you that. do it with just the Sour Patch Kid? I did no. not just do it with the Sour Patch Kid. How but was the watermelon and blueberry mixed together? Good. I'm, I'm gonna see. I, I, I would. I would say that that was the second best. I think the watermelon just by itself was the best. Yeah. It's like because once again, I don't think there's enough blueberry in the CBD oil because I feel like the bitterness really kind of overpowers everything. You get a little bit of the blueberry on the face. Are you saying the the blueberry is uh, just too subtle, or the blueberry is too subtle? Okay. It's like it, that. That's my one drawback to the yeah. blueberry. It's like if yeah. the blueberry was a little more prominent, 
And I think it's because it lends itself to the acidic side of the hops. Maybe, yeah. That's kind of what we felt. It, it seemed yeah. like it amplified the bitterness, which Agreed, is already right? at a level that I think... It's pretty it, high yeah, just in general. it is pretty high for a, a right. New England IPA. But it didn't cut through like the watermelon did, which I feel is just more juicier. And so right, that yeah. kind of lowers it a little bit. Exactly. Or just has that appearance of being juicier. And so it cuts through the bitterness a little bit. My favorite was the watermelon with the Sour Patch Kid. Right. So I think you guys made a fantastic choice there. Can you imagine the watermelon with the watermelon puree or the watermelon juice? I think it would make it better. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. amazing, I think. It's a a one solid throughout. I think almost if you added like the blueberry juice that you would use if you were going to do the blueberry, I feel like that would cut through it a little bit more because I I just don't think the blueberry is as prominent on there. Yeah, see... See, what, what I'm thinking is the watermelon isn't like, it's not taking over. It's not prevalent, but it's just a bit stronger flavor in the flavor. Yeah. But it's not like the Hitler of fruits where it just takes over and it's all watermelon. But is that is that the joke you want to use? I don't that? know. Probably so not. So is that That's concentrated God. juice? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> now we have to leave it in. <laughs> too soon, Tony. Too soon. Me? <laughs> Me, but, not Ross. Me? But, but it, it... You're encouraged to... Wa- the watermelon is just strong enough that it doesn't completely overtake it and just make it taste like a watermelon beer. Yeah. It's just like a compliment to the beer. But would you say that adding Whereas, watermelon juice would... It, I think it would be further bring accentuate? up the flavor. Yeah, yeah further, further accentuate. accentuate. While also it, kind of cutting the bitterness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it would just add, I think it would just add to it. Those, really. those cast conditioned, is that going to lower the ABV with the juice? With the juice, it might. You I mean, we added, we added a, a half a gallon of juice okay. for a, a little oh, okay. over five gallons of okay. beer. Okay. But at the same time, you're actually going through a secondary fermentation. Right. So. Right. It, that will raise the ABV. Yeah, because it's going to eat up all those sugars. So it might kind of equal out. I bet if we had it tested, it would be very similar to the base. Yeah. And I, I, was, I was forgetting that you only have a five-gallon cask of this. Yeah. So you got to be here. You got to be seated at 420. Yeah, get here at 4. Yeah. Be ready for 420. Yeah. Now, are there any specific menu pairings that you'd say, like, get this with your with your beer? Pizza rolls. Yeah. <laughs> pizza, pizza rolls, rolls, get brownies for dessert. Mozzarella yeah. sticks. <laughs> just, just mozzarella sticks for the entree. I, I you can but. tap your own watermelon, just bring it, and just, like, put, <laughs> <laughs> cork it. I gotta, I gotta be honest, I'm so excited about pizza rolls. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think of so, last time I had a pizza roll. Yeah, we do pizza all the time, and uh, occasionally they'll, yeah. they'll do calzone. Ah, uh, bachelor never, party, too years ago but probably. never had pizza rolls and i'm really excited about that Hell so yeah. i did i just did a small pour with the blueberry and i agree the watermelon just comes out more in flavor profile yeah and helps cut the bitterness a little bit more I see that overall so yeah that was our general impression impression when we started playing around with these two okay and then once we decide on that we're like okay well let's see what else is out there that has watermelon in it okay that's where we came across the uh Sour Patch Kids. Okay, so... That's uh, what I've always loved about the... I'm going back to what I said earlier, but it's like the the East Coast IPAs lend themselves to being able to be fruited. 
much more easy. Like just, you can add juice like to almost any of them. Whereas the West Coast, if you like pine, if you like just <laughs> super hoppy, like like that's your thing. You can't really fruit those as much. Yeah. But the East Coast, they lend themselves to being to those citrus fruits, to those uh, I mean, just fruit in general almost. Or lactose even. You yeah. Have, you have your milkshake IPAs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only West Coast style that we've found that mixes really good with uh, fruit is we did our Kodiak IPA, which has got right. citra and amarillo in it, and we oh, nice. uh, we mixed that with some fresh grapefruit and uh, grapefruit juice. And the citra hops, and really yeah, good. and that really yeah. came out nice. And yeah. uh, but the secret was using fresh whole grapefruits. Like we tried it with grapefruit puree, just juice. Uh, it just didn't quite come out the same ruby as red. using ruby red there you Texas go. fresh okay. grapefruits. For Kevin's sake, patent pending. <laughs> Secret. That was a that's secret. Actually, that was a secret. Gonna, we're actually that's in the fermenter right now. <laughs> oh, nice. Kodiak, so we'll we'll have some of that coming out soon. Nice. The grapefruit version. Always yeah. ruby something red. about those ruby red Texas grapefruits. They yeah, so Texas good grown. Come, yeah. yeah, because they're grown in Texas. I think which so. is that's why, why we should use Fredericksburg peaches <laughs> in our next batch of the peach wheat. Oh, we gotta get oh, them da- when Davis, they're when Davis, they're ripe. Davis is all about that hyper local. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 absolutely. Joel, final final thoughts. There you go, Joel. Joel Berg. So uh, we went from a beer that was what I would call the worst beer we've had on the podcast. What? Yes, Whoa! Oh, on Friday. Friday. What was that one? Uh, what? Yeah. That was the Silly, silly Gosa. Gosa. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he hated the Silly Gosa. So probably what community. is the best beer I think I've had on the podcast. This? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Just clarify. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> oh, what were you starting to be like? Oh, this is the second worst. No, well, like, like you, you came in and you're like, uh, we just had we had the worst beer on the podcast. And yeah. It's like you're not being specific. Joel, enough. He's still here. This, this is this what is Joel, this go in? Joel, this is coming out. Were, this is coming out before the yeah. Goza episode. Yeah, it is. So. I knew you were trouble when you walked anyway, in. Well, anyway. I didn't want to specify uh, what beer silly, it was. But silly you guys Goza get into by it, yeah. Community. Joel did not appreciate. It. All right. This <laughs> anyway. Comes, okay. Dank Sinatra by North by Northwest. Joel really yeah, enjoys. So okay. this is probably the best beer I've found on the podcast. Um, when we add the CBD oil, it, I, I was with Clint, like it cut the bitterness like 90%. Um, and you can immediately taste the difference, even if you didn't swirl it too much. And it just insinuated the, the fruit flavor, I guess, kind of added the, the watermelon flavor, if you will. And typically, do you like IPAs? Um, I'm on the fence, but I, I don't like the East Coast, West Coast IPAs, like the extreme fruity versions of it. But you uh, like, uh, do you like pale what? ales more than your IPAs? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought so. So this one um, with the fruit flavor, god damn it, it's like a perfect pairing. Like just, I don't know if you experimented at all with other flavors or, or fruits, but this, you nailed it. Like, Well, the mango before. Oh, okay, the mango. No, yeah. the blueberry. That was, the, that that was, was the, the zombie dragon. Blue, zombie dragon. Oh, yeah. gotcha, mango. gotcha. But the the blueberry that they There's got. only two flavors available. So. Yeah, yeah, with the CBD, we just had, we were just limited to. Oh, okay. So, so blueberry versus watermelon, and they chose, which it just seems to really have worked out. So out of curiosity, did you work backwards or forward with that? Did you know, okay, we're starting out with watermelon CBD, so we got to like consider that? No, or they did. Yeah. Kind of, no. no, it was, it was kind of, uh, it kind of, presented itself as an option you know it's i mean we just, just yeah. by the the two options that sunup uh right sunup yeah. yeah gave them right yeah so originally we were Sun thinking up, of CBD trying oil. to get like some sort of 
terpenes, but um, after we realized that, that that was a little bit of a gray legal area, right, so then we, right. then we decided to kind of go with CBD oils, and at that point, Albert, our... Um, operations manager? Yeah, operations yeah. manager, uh, reached out to a local company, and it oh, cool. set up CBD, and they decided to partner with us, and gave us these, they were generous enough to give us these samples to experiment around with, so given the two, the watermelon was definitely the winner. Agreed. Nice. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it cuts through that bitterness and makes it so drinkable. drinkable. That yeah. it's, so you would say it's a one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's the best beer we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh? Kevin, how do you how do you feel? One or zero? <laughs> Kevin's like, oh, this is a zero, guys. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. Dave, David's gone. Fuck Dave. On a scale of Zombie Dragon to Red Zeppelin. Oh, definitely. Definitely no. beyond, beyond the wall. Oh, there we go. Nice. Flint doesn't get that reference. <laughs> no. Cutter barely gets it. I don't, but, I don't know uh, what y'all are talking about. So there's about. a dragon that cuts... No, no, I don't know. <laughs> so, but what is what's your favorite North by Northwest beer to drink and to make? Is it different or? There's some beers that are great to drink, but a pain in the ass to make. Oh yeah, I can way. understand. So like, like our sours, the Barton Creek. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. one of our best beers ever. But it's so labor intensive and so time intensive and so real estate intensive. I mean, that's it takes, a, that's a, that's a kettle sour. No, or, it's actually a barrel, or a barrel, sour? barrel sour. Okay, so it takes you know two years to right. sit in a barrel. Uh, before it's even ready so, to consider. But you said the barrels are all around the restaurant? Or yeah, we've got some like, in, uh, inside the restaurant. Yeah, most, then, most of the ones that are in there, like they're, they've got stuff in them that are aging. Yeah, there's a couple that you'll see on the way through the restaurant. There's yeah. one by the private dining room, and there's wow. one by the front door. Okay. But we've, got, we've also got a climate-controlled little room that's about the size of a, a big walk-in closet. Yeah. And we've got about uh, 10 barrels in there. Wow, okay. Them. 10 wine barrels. And the ones in the dining room actually have something in it at yeah. the, whenever you come in. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, I didn't think about that. Then, yeah. That's cool. So that's your least fun to make. That's the like, least fun to make, but also probably one of my favorite to drink. Oh, yeah? Okay. Because um, it's a labor of love. It is. It is. <laughs> it takes so much time and effort to make that beer and then there's so little quantity right right it's the cutter yeah. of beers you're saying there's not a lot of there's not a lot of quantity to cutter but but i also like uh i mean probably one of my favorite styles of beers to brew is something like this where it's yeah it's super heavy heavily hopped but late edition whirlpool right hop. right you know, i mean we're taking 20, 30 pounds and dumping it into the whirlpool at a time on something like yeah. this. I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like IPAs lend themselves to a lot of experimentation. Yeah. Like just, once again, just different, it, it's starting, even it's starting different to develop into different. that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so well, many hops, so, so many you, different ways you can incorporate the hops. It's like, and how much and how little and what style and, the, and this and that. But it and also sounds probably, like you can cover it up too, well, right? That, I mean, well, like, like, well, that's what, Dave, Dave yeah. was saying is that you could like throw in some mosaic and just like cover up whatever you know deficiency you may perceive but the ipa style in and of itself that's where you're getting like the brute the east coast the west coast you know you're getting a bunch of different styles derived from this initial style yeah. and i think that's kind of what you're saying yeah so there's there i feel like it's a very broad style and then from the uh, first iterations of it, it's 
developed quite a bit more and that's why we're getting so many it's like just over hopping everything oh, yeah. yeah i mean when was when was the last time you had a true english style ipa it's been Ooh, a while well probably circle. never for me really? no you the you've had the archetype oh the archetype oh, yeah. oh, I, didn't. I, actually, I like that beer that's a I, great I, lo- beer. I love it it's got a little bit of bread in it and yeah. uh not bread but bread 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 of my yeah yeah. You love fucking just saying that word, don't you? Vinomyces. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. As long uh, as it's not vinegar. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I did. The archetype was, yeah. Because it, it's not it's, your traditional IPA. But it, it wasn't, but it still, it, it oh, did yeah. have that sour and funkiness, but it still had that like bitterness that I'm just like. Because they were trying to uh, make it seem like it was like a on a journey from England to India. So, yeah. Yeah, and back then they probably wouldn't have the greatest sanitation no, not procedures. In the same barrel. Yeah. They're not going to throw out a barrel. This is a good barrel. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it probably infected a little bit. So you get that little funk. You get little, a little like zing, a little sourness to it. You do. Yeah. You do have that in the archetype. And that's good, but just... That bitterness comes through at the end, and I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. Dump it out. Pouring it, I would, pour I would it never, out for my homies. I would never dump it out. <laughs> it's I would still just, beer. I would still, I would still drink it. Struggle through slowly, but I would never order it again. <laughs> Doppelblur. Sorry, Circle, but your Doppelblur is great. Yeah. I will drink that all the time. Canned. Anyway, yeah. all right. Yeah, so uh, we've all had our three. Yeah, we had a great time drinking the Dank Sinatra. One's all around, except for Kevin. Or or wait, no. (laughs) No, no, no. He was a one. No, one's all around. Yeah, one's all around. In in truth. Dave's not here to defend himself. He absolutely hated his own beer. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, I hate this. Why are you making me drink this? I have to drive in a rally car. (laughs) But yeah, one's all around. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No. So we had a great time. Catch us anywhere you get your podcast, iTunes. Find us on Patreon. Review us. Come, uh, reviews. come visit North by Northwest. Yes, absolutely. Yes, come. most of all, uh, most importantly, come visit North by Northwest on 420. Especially I'm this hoping Saturday. I'll be here. Uh, Tony might be. Yes. Joel I'll be will here. be here late. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll probably be here late also. Yeah. I'll right. definitely be here. You work so. down the road. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin will be, be here. here on a on a weekend. On a what? weekend. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, Kevin will be here. Dave, we don't know, but he uh, he might be drifting. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so. how he's gonna get back here. He's gonna be uh, hitchhiking. Yeah, drift, he's gonna there. drift back. <laughs> he's gonna drift there and drift back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, we had a great time recording. This has been Ross. This is Clint. Joel's, Joel's there. there. He is. Kevin. This is Tony. Cutter. And this has been the podcast. This is the podcast. Three Beers In is a proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Thanks for sticking around. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, TuneIn, and on the hoppedupnetwork.com. If you like what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 3 Beers In Podcast and check out our website, 3 Beers In Podcast.com. 3, the number 3 Beers In Podcast.com. You can find information about us and the show along with the links to all of our episodes and our really cool merchandise. While you're on our site, you can tell us what you like, 
what you don't like. And if you don't like us, then why the hell are you still here? You should have turned us off long ago. But if you're just going to listen to us anyway, then you should probably subscribe too. And if you'd like a transcript of our podcast, write down everything that we just said. I will say I have been to the kingdom and the emperor has no clothes. This is Brew Crime, a craft beer and true crime podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Beck, and we are your hosts. On Brew Crime, we each take a true crime story and we pair it with a craft beer. You can find our show on your favorite podcast apps. If you can't find it, contact us and we'll try to change that. We can be found at www.brewcrime.com or on Twitter at Brew Crime and also on all the social media platforms for Pacific Beer Chat at Pacific Beer Chat. We can also be found at Brewcrime at PacificBeerChat.com. Join us as we discuss depraved killers, stupid criminals, and likely some completely unrelated tangents. Cheers. Cheers.